got a real good feeling. You're listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast with Crypto Jeb, bringing you the best and most updated news about cryptocurrency. Tune in every morning at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch this podcast live on our YouTube channel. Hey guys, what's going on? Jeb here and welcome back to Coffee and Crypto. Guys, this is the show where we go live 9.30 Eastern every single weekday, bringing you the latest technical on-chain and fundamental analysis with myself, Tim and Smay. And in this show, we are going to not only be talking about Bitcoin, we're also going to be discussing Cardano because in just the last 15 minutes, Cardano has once again rallied above $1. It's currently sitting in $1.02.0.375.1.3730. It's changing, obviously. It keeps moving. And that's the point is that it's moving every day and that we keep you updated on what those movements are. In this video, we're going to be talking about the total value locked increasing. We're going to be talking about some of the fundamental updates on Cardano, and we're going to be taking a deep dive in its technical analysis, reading its charts, and trying to figure out where is this market going next? Is Cardano about to kick off a massive rally as its Layer 2 ecosystem is rapidly maturing? Or is Cardano getting overextended to the upside already, and we're going to have a correction similar to what we saw in January when Cardano tried to rally to about $1.50 and then completely and totally failed and dropped below down to 80 We're going to talk about all of that in today's show. So if you do enjoy today's video, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and make sure to follow us on all of our social media at CryptoJeb over on Instagram and Twitter at CryptoJebOfficial over on TikTok. I am joined, as always, by my good friend and co-host, T.A. Tim. How you doing, Tim? What's up, everyone? I am uh, I'm back on it. Am I on? It's hard to hear. Yeah, you're on it, dude. All right, I'm back on it. I got up this morning at 5 to work out. It sucked because my shoulder hurt. Mm. That's rough. I thought I had uh, I thought I had that strength back. I thought my shoulder was going to handle it, and the answer was no. It nah. still sucks. <sighs> other than that, I'm doing good. I like I like what I like what my crypto's doing. So. That's unfortunate, Tim. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Maybe you need some of that crypto to get surgery. Yeah, I, I'm. I, that's that's absolutely. I, I probably this afternoon am reaching out to start this. <laughs> that really sucks. That really sucks. Well. Gosh. Isn't it great that we live in a modern world with modern medicine and modern currencies like Bitcoin? If you haven't bought Bitcoin, drop a one in chat. If you don't own any cryptocurrencies and you're really new to this whole thing and you're like, I don't know what's going on. I hear people are making millions. I hear this thing is the next greatest technology. This is the biggest paradigm shift since the internet. I'm hearing all these things. I don't know what Bitcoin is. Drop a one in chat if you're that guy because we've all been that guy. We want to help that guy. If you are in chat, then we want to help you. So let us know if you are that guy. We're also joined as always by Smay. How are you doing, Smay? I'm doing good and groovy. I'm doing always groovy. doing cool like you cool cats. Um, but I'd like to say um, I went to the gym this morning. I lift some weights. I might have been the strongest man there, but I say that humbly. And uh, I just want to say <laughs> you guys are you guys are so cool. And there's nothing cooler than being a member, I'll tell you that. So I'm gonna say some of these cool groovy names here that we have here. We got we got uh we got Mike we got Elliot Locke, we got Mike Markle, we got Silver Dollar, we got Crypto Alchemist, we got who else we got here? Who else we got here? Who else we got here? Let's see, I need to start scrolling. I'm scrolling. Siobhan Golay. Let's go, let's go. Agent Gold, we got Matt C. Who else we got here? Who else we got? Mario Dohinovic. I think I got close. Dohinovic. Dohinovich. I, I tried it. I tried it. All right. Uh, and then he, somebody's, uh, you know, not a green name, but I'll give it to him. He said, yo, yo, give me a turtle shout out. All right. There you go. Uh, and this is how turtles shout people out. All right. Next, we have uh, Mike Markle again. We Here we go. Who else we got? We got, uh, dang, 
lot of the same names here. I'm trying to find some new ones here. Crypt, crypt, crypto cryptologist. That's a new one. Mm. Brad Geidel. Who else we got here? Who else we got? I mean, I got to think of some more Christopher here. Malvo. Christopher Malvo. I have, you know, on top of my head, we got Crypto Set Guy. We got we got Alan Carey. We got all the good ones. I love you guys. Yeah, you guys are the best. Matt C. I already said Matt C. Uh, I love you guys. You guys are the best. So, mate, you're dressed like you play bass. You play any musical instruments? I don't. I don't play bass, but I got a big bass. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, you can sing. You can play some vocal cords, right, buddy? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what. There's there's nothing that says strength against. May might have been the strongest man in the office in the, in the, in the gym this morning. Uh, when you can work out in yellow Crocs the way May does. <laughs> That's how you know you've made it. That's strength right there. It, it, it is, you know, I have to say, it's something I'm proud of, being able to lift in yellow Crocs. I mean, look, it's upper, it was upper body day. You don't have to worry about what shoes you're wearing. So I slipped on some Crocs, got out the door. It's early in the morning, you know. That's not even physical strength. That's mental strength. You're like, ah, I don't care. I don't care what I'm people working think. Out look, Crocs, I, was, I was also wearing, because uh, I, I, I need to do laundry, I was wearing yellow Crocs and swimming trunks. <laughs> so, While you were working out? Yeah, I was wearing swimming trunks. That's really funny. Yeah. When I started working out, I'd go to the gym and I would run a mile on the treadmill in jeans and a, tea, and a button down t-shirt because I didn't have any weightlifting, any gym clothes whatsoever. No video. I'm the nerd. I, I say, I'm, what? It, so we see this. So I, I'm seeing it in chat. Ted is texting me right now. He says there's a, a problem. This is really weird because everything's, I see it. Everything's good on my I, end. Sir, I, I, I see people on commenting YouTube. on what we're talking <clears> about. So some people see the video and some people are hearing. All systems are green. All systems are green on our side. Yeah, we can see. This is weird. And, uh, someone did say they think YouTube, uh, maybe it's happening to somebody else too. They refresh your pages. Is YouTube, YouTube might glitch. be vegan. Am, like, mm. like even on my YouTube dashboard. I'm watching it on YouTube. Yeah, I'm literally watching I'm literally it on, YouTube. on YouTube and I can see it. My YouTube dashboard is telling me everything's good, excellent connection, we're live. I'm not seeing anything that's saying it's not working. Looks like everything's solid on our end, guys. So give it just a second and then here in about... 10 seconds, we're going to go ahead and jump into our market watch, and we're going to go ahead and take a look at some of the cryptocurrencies. Uh, can I go ahead and do that, or should we give it a second to let I, people try it? Maybe yeah, give it a second. I mean, I, Ted's saying it's still not... A good amount of people saying it's not working. That's weird. That's very wow, strange. YouTube. That's hmm. really weird. Everyone, re give it a refresh. Everybody give it a refresh, and then see if that will fix it. What in the world? Everything is literally... Like good on my end. That's purely. This is purely YouTube. And so Kelly just texted me. Said video, audio, everything is fine. It's literally. There are certain. I, I wonder how many people are watching on phones and how many people are watching on computers. Is YouTube doing something? I'll, I'll bring. I think sometimes Ted on watches mobile. on his phone. Uh, I'll bring the stream up on mobile and see if that's doing it. It was one secundo, guys. This is exactly. Yeah, someone said it happened. The same things happening on CryptoRS channel. Is it? Yeah. Really? It's coming up just fine on mobile for me also. YouTube! 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 What are you doing? YouTube. Looks it's, like it's, I don't lying, know. I, it's lying to me too because it says YouTube's all good on my end. Okay, I think I think we just got to go ahead and go. I think we just keep going ahead it. and going. And I'm sorry, guys. So, sorry sorry about that, y'all. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and jump into our market watch for everybody who can see the stream. Everyone who can't. Well, I can't really speak to you because you probably can't hear me. But if you can hear me, you might just have to scrub back in the video and, and, and catch up on one and a half or two X speed um, and then uh, go ahead and catch up with us. But we're just going to go ahead and keep going here for the people that can hear. Bitcoin right now currently trading at $42,144, up 4% on the seven day. But 
it is getting outpaced by pretty much everything else. Ethereum down 1% today, up 10% in the last seven days. Binance Coin down 1% today, up 7% in the last seven days. XRP down today, up in the last week. Cardano, on the other hand, up 5% in the last 24 hours, up 27% in the last seven days. It is one of the biggest gainers in the last seven days, at least in the top 10. You can see right here, there are some other projects that are up more than it. You got Loopring over here. They just came in with a partnership with GameStop, so that's why that's rallying for 40%, in case you're wondering on that one. ApeCoin just launched. That's why it's up 1,000%. Uh, but for the rest of the cryptocurrency market, we've seen about double-digit gains. That's kind of across the board right now. We're seeing more or less double-digit gains in most cryptocurrencies over the last seven days. It's been a pretty good week for cryptocurrency. And the interesting thing is the altcoins are outpacing Bitcoin. Now, if you go onto the channel and you watch yesterday's afternoon video, I actually made a pretty detailed video on why the market dominance of Bitcoin matters so much and why there's a hidden message in the market dominance of Bitcoin. And I'm not going to tell you everything about that video because I want you to go and watch it in its entirety. I was really happy with how that video turned out. But essentially what I was saying in that video is that the market has matured in such a way that the altcoins are able to really run now without Bitcoin's help. And that's a, tr that's a trend that has been being developed for years. And it's going to be several years before they can fully decouple from each other. Bitcoin and crypto can't even fully decouple from the stock market yet, but that is a trend that is taking place, and that's what we're seeing happen on projects like Bitcoin, where Bitcoin is kind of stagnating over the last four or five days, but you see projects like Ethereum uh, trading sideways, but moving to the upside a little bit more, and then you have Cardano doing very, very well. Now, like I said, guys, today's show is not just about Cardano, but it is primarily about Cardano, so Smay, go to full screen real quick. I want to bring up an article we're going to talk about, and then we're going to move straight on into Bitcoin technical analysis. This is just a little bit of a headline that I thought you guys would be interested in. Not a lot going on in the news right now, factually. There are a lot of opinion pieces in the cryptocurrency space. By the way, it's my opinion that if you hit the like button, it might be a better day for you. So hit the like button and it helps to support the channel. But there's a lot of opinion-based articles coming out right now. Not a lot of just factual news. But this is one thing that has happened that is pretty interesting. Thailand eases tax rules on digital assets until 2023. Crypto traders on government-approved exchanges will be exempt from a 7% VAT tax, the country's finance minister said at a cabinet meeting. You can pause and read more or less this entire article right here. I'll just go ahead and read this bit right there. There. Starting April 1st, trades of digital assets on government-approved exchanges will be exempt from a 7% VAT, said the minister. Arkham, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. Even I don't think I'd be able to get that one, according to the meeting minutes posted on the government's website. Transfers involving uh, Thailand's retail central bank, uh, CBDC, will also be exempt from the, VAT, uh, from the VAT over the same period, he said. So we're getting some tax breaks coming out of Thailand. That's kind of the biggest news on the board right well, now. And it, it's, it's a combo. So that article is a little older. Yeah. So what, what it is is that there's tax breaks coming to help the economy. But also, because it'll be funny, Zach. So just so you guys know, Zach, who sometimes sits in May's seat, he grew up in Thailand. His his family's missionaries there. So I was even asking him, you know, what the what it looks like over there. And they're giving the tax breaks so people can trade crypto. Uh, but at the same time, they're gonna make you then convert it back into bot to actually buy things to help the economy. So they don't want people escaping the, the taxes, just use crypto to buy things. So both of these are a way to help the economy. Uh, long story short, this should have almost no impact on the price of crypto. Yeah, absolutely. Hang on a second, guys. Let me send a text. Let me do this. Okay. Just, I, I took some advice from, let's see, who was it here? Who was it? There was someone here that said a really, really good idea. 
I'm sorry, I can't, rem- I can't see who it was, but they told me to send a highly trained team of monkeys over to YouTube to fix this. So, it's and true. send, there we go. Okay, it should be fine. The monkeys are on their way, guys. Yeah, Don't the Smeatang Army, we're on our way. The Smeatang Army. I really want to credit whoever said I, I, that. To be honest with you, like, there's a part of me that's like... Daniel Danava, that was who it was. What is the What in the world is happening with YouTube right now that apparently it's happen- it was happening to George... Uh, I, it's yeah. like, it's they, like, they said a lot. I've seen a lot of streamers this morning. I see people in comment chatting. That's so weird. It's working on my phone. I'm an Apple phone. It's working on my phone. I'm in the app. I don't know. This is, this is, it's absolutely strange that some people are shut off and other people are not. It is very weird, but the it's almost like when you run a multi-billion-dollar company called YouTube with about two billion users, there might be a technical difference. I feel like there, I feel like somebody in YouTube are just walking around in the server room and just start unplugging things. <laughs> it's like, hey, guy, go back to go like go back, back to your to intern the Stone spot, Age with you know? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it, our only option at this point is just to do the show. Hopefully, people can go back and watch it later. Those who can see. We'll engage. Let's let's try to be active in chat. To, yeah, you know, no, absolutely. Let let's definitely be active in chat, guys, for all of our subscribers here so that we can know what's going on. But we're going to go ahead and move on to some Bitcoin TA. We're going to spend about five minutes on this and then jump really deep into Cardano. Cardano obviously being the uh, the most attractive cryptocurrency asset of the day right now, being up as much as it is. But on Bitcoin, it's looking pretty good. And my prediction of, I believe I predicted 42,300 for the end of the week. Is that right? I'm pretty sure that was yeah. my prediction. I'm still really happy with that prediction because Bitcoin right now is in a rally, has been since March 13th, but it is starting to kind of slow down a little bit. Its angle of attack, if you will, was right about here. It was like 80 degrees to the upside. Now it's only like 50 or so degrees to the upside. Bitcoin's rally is slowing down a little bit, and we do have a left shoulder and a head forming right here. So there is potentiality, which believe it or not is a real word, for a head and shoulders pattern that would have a neckline right here at 40,600 that could drive us all the way back down to our uptrending level of support at 38,700. Now, I'm not necessarily saying that's going to happen, but the point is there are bearish things going on on Bitcoin. The fact that we have not managed to have one of these meteoric rises that we saw back over here in February, early February and then early March, tells us a couple of things. Number one, this rally is probably a lot healthier than the previous rallies. And number two, this rally might not have the same strength as the previous rallies. You might think those two contradict each other, but not really. We obviously saw that there was a meteoric rise over here, but both of these had to do with massive short squeezes. In this case, it is moving a little bit slower, which does give it more of an opportunity to fall over since we haven't breached new resistance. But at the same time, it does also mean that the bears are going to have more of an opportunity to uh, correct the price. So we just need to be a little bit careful of this rally. This is healthy because it's going slow, but because it's going slow, there is also an oppor- there is also more opportunity for the bears to win. So with that said, let's look out here to the daily chart because there are a few things to update you on. Number one, we obviously do have uh, buy signal, confirmed buy signal, in fact, strong buy signal coming out of Lux Algo. By the way, guys, if you don't have Lux Algo, you are missing out. Like, let me just briefly in in 15 seconds show you what this chart can do, what this indicator can do out here on the three daily chart. Take a look at all the buy and the sell signals that are confirmed. Now, I'm just going to show you what uh, buy and sell signals are confirmed, and then I will go ahead and define why some of these are invalidated by Lux Algo itself. These are the only confirmed buy and sell signals in the last two years on the three daily chart. Let's go ahead and take a look at what the buy signals did. This buy signal rallied us 300%. This buy signal rallied us 57%. This buy signal 
rallied a 70%. Perfect indicator over the last two years. This sell signal dropped us 8%. This sell signal dropped us 33%. This sell signal to date has dropped us 33%. So quite literally perfect indicator over the last two years. If you're wondering why these two pairings of buy and sell signals do not count, it's because the strategy that I use on Lux Algo incorporates this line right here called the trend catcher, and it also incorporates another oscillator down here called Lux Oscillator. So Lux Oscillator, which is uh, this green and red oscillator right down here, needs to be in, in uh, confluence, to use one of Kelly's terms, and it needs to be in agreement with the buy and the sell signal and the trend catcher. So in this case, this sell signal is invalid because the trend catcher stayed green. If the, if the trend catcher turned red as it did over here, then that along with red Lux Oscillator down here, those three in confluence would have been a confirmed signal. All of the ones that I've drawn vertical lines on are confirmed signals. The ones that I just showed you that are not actually confirmed did not have the agreement of the other two parts or at least one of the other parts of the trend. So because this sell signal is invalid, this strong, sell, this strong buy signal is actually just a continuation of this one. Because this sell signal is invalid, this strong buy signal is actually just a continuation of that one. So if you're wondering why I talk about Lux Algo so much, it is because when you use it correctly, it is dang near a perfect indicator. So give me a second. I got to reload trading view here because it's giving me a little bit of a glitch. But the point is, Lux Algo is a very powerful indicator. So let's see what it's doing down here on the shorter term timeframes for Bitcoin. Well, on the shorter term time frame for Bitcoin, we are in a confirmed buy signal. Now, we have had one of those more recently right here. We were in a confirmed buy signal. That led us all the way up 17%. So that was actually a pretty good signal. Right here, when we had this sell signal, this sell signal uh, moved us all the way negative 14%. So both of those were actually very good signals that would have given you great trading opportunities. This signal so far has rallied us 12%, and we just used the trend catcher, which is this red and green line right here, as support. That's very interesting because it just goes to show you that there is that there is um, that, that, that Lux Algo actually is being used as a as support and resistance and it is a valid indicator so other than Lux Algo, a couple of the things I want to show you on Bitcoin is that right now it's between two major trend lines. In fact, you could argue that it's breaking it. I wouldn't necessarily say that. I would actually just adjust this. There's two major trend lines on Bitcoin. There's a downtrend right here that we were using as support and resistance not long ago. There's also a resistance level right here as defined by the pivot point back over here on the 31st of December. What's the pivot point? It's just the point at which the it's the point around which the trend line rotates. So if you have a lever, there's always a fulcrum. That fulcrum the lever can do this, but the fulcrum doesn't move. The fulcrum, we call it the pivot point here on a trend line. The pivot point's back over here. We have a set point right here, which basically just sets the angle because to have an angle of a trend line, you have to have two points. One point, you can go anywhere. Two points, you're locked into a direction. We extrapolate that trend line out. We're using it as resistance. So right now, Bitcoin's in between two trend lines, and it is in a decision point. It does have a strong buy signal on uh, daily chart, but the thing is, Lux Algo is a trending indicator, not a ranging indicator. We're in a range, so that strong buy signal on Lux Algo is not quite as potent as it would be if we were in a proper trend. What's the takeaway here? I know I just threw a lot at you. Bitcoin right now is slowing down its ascent. It needs to get above $46,000 confidently and stay up there for a while, and by doing so, it needs to bring about a much better sentiment in the market. If it can't do that, it's going to struggle. So, is Bitcoin going to do that? We've talked about that a lot. It is yet to be determined, but at this point, I do think we're going to have more sideways actions as the altcoins continue to take the limelight, especially with what Cardano is doing. So, before we move into Cardano, Tim, do you have any final thoughts there I, on Bitcoin? I do. I, I So, you and I have drawn lines a little different because I was following everything you said. So, uh, the, just so you know, uh, Jeb's prediction of 42,300, I think, for Friday, he was explaining why he likes that. I like my prediction still of 44,300, and here is why. There's a couple things happening. First of all, on the daily chart, 
Jeb talked about this a little bit with Lux Lago. Great indicator. Look at what it has done and it is doing. Look at this trend catcher right here and how it's using that trend catcher as support and it's bouncing and coming back up. That is beautiful. I love what I'm seeing there. But it gets better than that. When I come down to the four-hourly chart, there's something that uh, you guys need to see about these lines. So I told you guys our lines are a little bit different. So I'm, I'm curious as to where Jeb's are. I, I used mine on the daily chart. But I have this yellow line going all the way back. <laughs> anchored back here these heights back here in december i have the red right here in early january hitting these this point right here that's the confluence point right there on the daily chart it makes more sense if i go out there you'll see i'm, I'm doing on candle closes so candle close right there candle close right there uh candle close right here that's why i haven't anchored that way but on the four hourly chart look at what we're doing why i like the way i had these lines drawn and how we've used them look look how we came up here and on the 16th we rejected came back down, and then eventually broke through, moving up to the red line. Rejected, came back down, used this yellow line that used to be resistance, used it for support, rallied, broke through what used to be resistance, now rallied up, came back down. We're using this as support. If I go down to the hour chart, giving you an even better look at what we're doing here, look at how we're just kind of riding this red line. To me, this is still a bullish move, and I, I talked about this yesterday, not necessarily long-term bullish because I still think this level of flat resistance is strong, but as far as where we are right now, I think that we still be able to rally. The other thing is, I'll, I'll start with the hourly on the way up. We do not have bearish divergence set up to send us back down. This peak right here, right there on the hourly chart, was the highest peak matched with the RSI level. We also don't have strong bullish RSI divergence, but the last divergence we did have that was strong was bullish when you look at these price kind of rounding up, but the, the RSI going up. So the last thing that we had on the hourly chart was bullish. When I moved to the four hourly, same story. Even though those look kind of similar, that RSI point is higher than these other ones, meaning that was not bearish RSI divergence. We also don't have bullish RSI divergence, but the last thing we did was the trend is bullish, so the trend is your friend until it ends. On the four hourly, we are still good. So, you know, the other thing I'm looking at here on the Bollinger Bands, we got overextended on the Bollinger Bands, but on the four hourly chart, look what we're bouncing off of right now. It's not just this descending level of resistance, we have the wick touching that 20 daily SMA in a bullish movement, in a bullish trend, we can use that 20, this is a four hourly, so 24 hourly SMA as support. Hourly, it's the same deal. We actually came down touch the bottom of the Bollinger Bands. We're rallying back up. I actually think, and within the next 24, 72 hours, and while I'd be closer to Friday, I'm, I'm not gonna be surprised to see Bitcoin rally again. But before you guys just let loose and say, wow, Tim says we're good, that 44, that $44,000 region all the way up to $44,600 is still really strong. I just think that as we stand right now, this is kind of a pause. This is kind of a, during a rally, Jeb even talked about, this is a healthy rally right now. We're seeing it pause. We're seeing it go slightly sideways, but it's still in an uptrend. It's still bullish. We're still setting higher lows and higher highs. To me, there's no reason to, to not suspect from a technical analysis standpoint that Bitcoin shouldn't continue to climb over the next couple of days. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we need to make sure that we are you know, excited that Bitcoin is moving, but we also need to make sure that we are not putting too much stock in a Bitcoin movement. We want to have confidence that Bitcoin will rally in the long run, but we also want to be healthily skeptical on the shorter term time frame. So guys, if you're enjoying today's show, smash that like button. Let's go ahead and move on to ADA. As you know, <clears throat> Cardano has had a very, very bullish week. Ever since 
since the bottom down here around 78 cents on the 13th of March, Cardano has rallied 31% in the short span of 10 days. That's a 3% return a day. That is huge. If you think about Cardano staking, I do believe it's at 3.75% right now. So that is, it's bringing about its APY in staking in one day, every day for the last 10 days. That's huge. You don't find that kind of movement anywhere else. And I think it's, even before I talk about where Cardano is going, I think it's really important for us to realize even when Bitcoin is trading sideways, even when Bitcoin is doing nothing, even when Bitcoin is boring, there are still vastly superior opportunities in the cryptocurrency market than anywhere else. Bitcoin and crypto is doing next to nothing right now, but you still manage to find an altcoin that'll bring you 3% return that is a proven altcoin that's been around the block, that's been here for a while, that's doing a very good job. We're not talking about a scam coin. We're not talking about something down at rank number 2,748. I'm talking about number eight on coin market cap. There is so much opportunity, even when it seems like there's no opportunity in crypto. We are just so used to being able to make 600% in three days that we're kind of spoiled. So just keep in mind that there are a lot of opportunities in crypto. And if you're not able to grow in cryptocurrency, then you need to work on growing in yourself. And it's going to really bring a lot of dividends when you invest in yourself. With that said, let's go ahead and run quickly through some of the TA. As you know, Cardano hit $3.10 back in early September of last year. Massive run up. Show the power of the hashtag Ada Gang. Let me see you guys represent in chat. Since then, it has been in a downward-facing Cardano. And that's okay, because what it means is that we get to buy lower as the fundamentals go higher. That's exactly what we've seen. If you look at the fundamentals on TVL, you can see January 20th of 2022, before Sunday and MinSwap launched, TVL on ADA was sitting at $3 million. Today, two months later, it is sitting at $300 million. That is meteoric growth. Just over five weeks ago, Cardano was sitting, I take that back, let's look at one month ago today, February 23rd, we were seeing 120 million TVL. Right now, we're seeing 310 million. MinSwap and SundaySwap are growing very, very quickly, and there will be other launches coming to Cardano this year as the DeFi alliance over there continues to grow. But if you look at Cardano's TA, I'm going to run through this really quickly. There are several things that we need to look at. Number one, we're breaking bullish out of this ascending wedge. That's a great sign. What that means is that we're seeing bullishness from the market. This ascending wedge was always predicted to break to the upside because that's what ascending wedges do. If you haven't learned about ascending wedges, we just so happen to have an academy where we teach people everything they need to know about technical and fundamental, uh, excuse me, about technical analysis. Check out CT2A, links in the description. We talk all about ascending and descending wedges. Now, what is funny is that in our show notes here, I had written that $1 was critical resistance and we were going to have to see if we were going to break it. That note was written less than an hour ago, and we're already seeing Cardano smash that resistance because in just the last couple of hours, we've seen a lot of hype coming into the space. Now, what we were going to talk about on the show is that we hope and pray that $1 will be broken quickly because, uh, well, that's just, we want Cardano to rally, but we also need to understand that a dollar is very powerful resistance. However, Tim said this, and I completely agree with him in the planning meeting this morning. We said, hey, look, never underestimate the power of the hype. Mm -hmm. And if the hype comes in, $1 could go like that. That's what's happening right now. Now, this could be a scam wick. This could just, you know, crash and burn in the next couple of hours, and we could see Cardano back at $0.96. Cents. That could happen. However, with the enthusiasm we see right now, I would like to think that it's going to continue. We're also looking at a bull flag here on the one hourly chart. That has a price target, if we just go ahead and extrapolate here, of about a dollar and, let's see, nine cents. So that is our price target for where Cardano should theoretically be going next. Now, there are a couple of things to be concerned about. If we look at the TD sequential on the four hour and daily chart, you can see we're overextended on the four hourly chart for TD sequential. We're currently sitting at nine that was set back here just a couple of days ago. In fact, it was yesterday. So the nine flag 
Clash is more or less demanding that Cardano take a breather. Now, Cardano might not do that. Cardano knows how to go on a tear when it wants to, but it does need a correction, technically speaking. It's the same thing on the daily chart. We're looking at a nine flash here. So do not be surprised. If we see a small correction, maybe dropping down to a dollar and trading sideways for a couple days just to reset the technicals and reset the hype, and then we would be able to continue moving to the upside from there. Another thing to mention, do not also do not underestimate the power of the influence of the rest of the market. Cardano can run on its own without Bitcoin for a little while, but it's going to be hard for Cardano to run a long way without Bitcoin on its own, considering how correlated the markets still are. The markets are moving away from that correlation, but they are still there. Now, a really encouraging piece of a really encouraging uh, story here on Cardano is that we actually have a daily chart buy signal coming in on Lux Algo. Let's remember to do some historical analysis here. And I'm running a little long, but that's okay. I want to make sure you guys know what's going on here. Cardano has had a little bit of a rocky pass with Luxalgo. Luxalgo is not a perfect indicator. No one ever claimed that it was. But if we use it in, co in uh, uh, cooperation with our technical analysis, we can really come to an understanding of what it is trying to tell us. So I'm going to go ahead and take off the reversal zones really quickly. We're going to do some historical analysis on uh, Luxalgo right here. So I've just drawn you the last five buy signals. Let's look at what they did. This buy signal led until the next strong sell signal, 800%. This buy signal led us 63%. This buy signal, when it got confirmed with Trend Catcher right here on the 10th of August, led us 100%. These buy signals over here led us uh, down 1%, so that wasn't great. And then this buy signal over here only lasted a day or two, but it actually led to a 10% rally. So the last four buy signals on daily chart Lux Algo for Cardano have led to rallies, and the one that didn't led to like a 1% loss. So it's a very powerful indicator, very accurate indicator on the daily chart for Cardano. What we've just seen right now is a buy signal and has been in play for two days and we've already seen 13% growth. So this buy signal coming in is very encouraging. The question on everyone's mind now is are we going to see a little like, you know, a, a rally like this that we saw back over here on the 15th of January where we rallied and had a lot of hype and enthusiasm for a couple of days and then we went into a big correction because the total market was uh, boring or are we going to see one of these larger buy signals that lead to major rallies? I'm inclined to believe the former. I'm inclined to believe that we're going to see a bigger rally on Cardano just because of the way that the uh, space of Cardano is growing and how undervalued it is. Now, just going to run through a couple more things here and we're going to move on to our discussion, read any super chats that we have out here on the weekly chart some very, very, very encouraging metrics coming out. We can see right now there is not a buy signal on Lux Algo, but we are getting above the trend catcher. If we do see that happen, and we're also seeing Lux Algo turn green uh, on the Lux Oscillator, excuse me, if we see a buy signal on Lux Algo here on weekly chart, that is going to be a huge, huge deal that we cannot ignore. Another thing to mention, MACD is converging on itself beautifully. I mean, this is just gorgeous. Look at this convergence that's been going on for two or three months here on Cardano's MACD. Buy signal come I'm sorry uh, bullish MACD cross coming in that would be absolutely huge definitely don't want don't don't want to ignore that and the final piece of technical analysis I'll show you here is this long-term bullish RSI divergence see this trend line going back to November of 2020 moving all the way to where we are right now. That's an uptrending level of support. If you look at the RSI, you can see in that same time, there is a downtrending level of support. The only way this bullish RSI divergence could be invalidated is if, is if Cardano literally went to less than 10 cents. So that's probably not going to happen. That's very unlikely. So we have long-term bullish RSI divergence in play. That is a huge, huge deal. Very bullish for the long-term technicals for Cardano. So what do you think about Cardano? I think Cardano has a real opportunity right now to go into a big rally and start moving back towards you know, $2, $2.5, $3 over the course of the next several months. But I do think if anything's going to hold it back, it will be the sentiment in the broader cryptocurrency markets. Because right now, frankly, the technicals and the fundamentals and the on-chain for Cardano look absolutely 
absolutely spectacular. Do you have any thoughts on that, Tim? I do, and, and go to my chart real quick, Smate. So here's, this is what we talk about all the time with knowing when to read technical analysis and wait for confirmations and pay attention to the news. So from a technical analysis standpoint, I have Lux Logo out, and I'm, I'll explain this in just a second. We broke out of a falling wedge back here on the 16th of March. So some people in technical analysis would have said, hey, we broke through the fund, we broke through that falling wedge, let's go ahead and buy now. And guess what? Right after Lux Logo flashed the first of the, these three signals, a green trend catcher. You could have bought here, and guess what? A lot of people are going to say, wow, look, if I had bought right there, I would have had, instead of what Jeb just said, I think it was 13, if we had bought when it broke through, we at, right now would be sitting closer to 30% profit, right? The problem is, sometimes things fall back in, right? Right here, we actually have had several times where we break kind of above falling wedges. We were, we, I'm not gonna have it drawn here, but we broke through right here, and I'm gonna talk about this region again at early January when we thought we were breaking out. People bought there, and then there wasn't great confirmation. Uh, this is an example where I love what we're seeing on Luxago. As Jeb talked about, it's not a perfect indicator. No such thing as a perfect indicator. The point isn't to find perfect indicators because if you wait and look for the perfect thing, you will wait forever and you'll never invest. What I like though, and we talk about this all the time, is the three confirmations of the Luxago indicator that we just saw flash. I put this on Twitter, but the first one is this green trend catcher that we turned green back on the 17th, 18th area of March, right? Then we had a buy signal come in here on the 22nd. Now, the candles are red, the candles are purple, so while two of the three is great, what we were waiting for was a green candle. And guess what, this morning, we actually still had a purple candle. I watched during our planning meeting as this candle turned green, I said, Jeb, that was the third. That was the third of this confirmation. Now, the reason why I'm actually pretty confident in purchasing Cardano right now is because of the three confirmations. And let me show you real quick, going back, there is one case right here, and it's, it's the last one, so you do have to take this and say, hey, I need to make sure I'm assessing my risk correctly, but guess what? Right here, we talked on the channel while we thought Cardano was going to break out. I even entered a trade. I made some profit here. Um, but I know a lot of people probably lost. But guess what? We did have three. We had the green trend catcher. We had the buy signal. Uh, and we had the green candles. Didn't end up playing out. It ended up coming back to the downside. News still plays a large role. But that actually would have made you money. I made money on that trade. Go back and look right here. This buy signal, green trend catcher, never had a green candle. Don't buy. Go back to the last time we had it. Buy signal, green ten green candles, green trend catcher, great buy. Back here, buy, green trend catcher, green candles, great buy. So just because we see one indication where this called a reversal in the market and it didn't perfectly happen, doesn't mean we should throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, oh, well, it did it once before, this isn't gonna happen again. This guy's right now, just to give you guys some, some great hope, you know, this is a bullish sentiment from Lux Algo. The other thing, I'm gonna go to my other chart and looking at technical analysis. Uh, these are lines that I've drawn. I'm gonna go ahead and get rid of Lux Algo because I already had my say on that one. This is a line that I've, these are lines I've had drawn for a while now. Different levels of support, different levels of resistance, a falling wedge, because I told you guys there's different falling wedges. That red one was the one we were just talking about. There's also a longer time frame one. This yellow line's kind of representing. We just broke bullish out of that. I put this on Twitter, talked about it in a stream I think a week ago, not a stream, a video a week ago, that $1 level of resistance was not just a flat level of resistance, it was perfectly the point that matched with that falling wedge. We didn't just break above the dollar, we broke and used it as support. When I go down to the smaller areas, you're gonna see this. Look at the struggle with these two lines. We come up and we actually resisted right there where the yellow meets the red, we came back down. We came through, broke the yellow, resisted at the red line, came back down. Now we came up, came back down briefly, 
this red candle and now we're shooting up. This combined with what I see in Lux Augury is the beginning of the confirmations that I'm seeing. And as we have this discussion, you can go off my screen now, Smay. As we have this discussion, why is Cardano rising right now? There's nothing special about yesterday or the day before. This is what we have been talking about now for a while, that the technicals have been setting up great things for a while. We've had bullish RSI divergence on the daily chart for a while. We have bullish RSI divergence on the weekly chart for a while. We saw the things happening on the technicals, but the news continued to play out bearish. We saw whales dipping off. We saw people with the large holdings, they are dipping off, and some people saw that as bearish. And other people began to scream like, okay, what is Cardano doing? How is Cardano even effective? It built its money off of hype. It had nothing backing it up. And to be fair, that's a very credible argument. It's very credible to say for the last couple of years, Cardano was nothing but a community coin. It didn't really accomplish anything. Well, guess what we've seen happen now for the last month? Cardano's actually accomplishing everything they said they would, and they still have a long way to go, but we're seeing the things that they said would happen play out. So when you're asking yourself, why is Cardano rising right now? It's because Cardano has been a solid project for a while. They're delivering on what they're doing, and we're now starting to see the fruit come of it. So there's nothing special, there's nothing juicy. This has been a great buy for a while, and guess what, very soon, people who bought in a dollar back over here when we were a dollar last time, people who bought a dollar twenty, dollar fifty, you're going to be back in profit because Cardano is the hottest project right now in crypto. What they're building on and what we're seeing happen with trade, the TVL and the trading volume daily, Cardano is and probably will be a top three, if not top two altcoin, again very soon. Absolutely, guys. So let's go ahead and move into a segment of community discussion. We're going to read a super chat or two, and then we're going to move on. And we're, I think we should talk a little bit about, unless you have a different idea, Tim, about why Cardano is the super coin, if you will, that it actually is. I want to talk a little bit about yeah. the reason that Cardano was created and why it is so attractive to so many investors. But first, let's go ahead and read some super chats. Yeah, we, I think we have a couple here. And the first one from Kelly, he's just trying to help. He said, if you are having issues, try opening a different browser. The, the truth is, I, I've been watching chat. I don't think there's a solution. I think YouTube is just really it is messed up. It is completely a YouTube server it has, error. It has nothing to do with Apple versus Android. It has nothing to do with computer versus phone. It has nothing to do with Google versus Brave browser. It, it is just for some reason certain people can watch. Uh, it's it's some people can't. a server issue. It's because, like, I mean, uh, even Kelly posted the link down detector. Like, yeah, that's a surgeon down yeah, detector. So. YouTube, YouTube is down. So that's. that's Nice. Mike so, Markle. Count yourself. Uh, I'm surprised that there's still 1,800. So obviously there's a good amount of people that are still going to watch. Some people can still watch, or, yeah. Or, or, yeah. or else you're just sticking around. I mean. Thanks for tuning in, even if yeah. you can't see or hear us. Yeah, I mean, that, that really yeah. makes us feel nice and yeah, lovely. Yeah, it makes us feel loved. Mike Markle uh, said, lunch is on me. Sorry you guys had to deal with this today. If pizza's order, ordered, let's avoid the pineapple in honor of Tim That's right. and Charles. Hashtag ADA game. I, I read that wrong a second ago. I thought he said, let's add the pineapple in honor of Tim and Charles sarcastically. <laughs> Mike is a great guy. He wouldn't say that. He, he is yeah, a great guy. Yeah, I like Mike. <laughs> yeah, well, it's funny. Charles tweeted a while back. Tim, you actually saw this. He tweeted a while back. Um, um, that uh, pineapple on pizza is the root of all evil. And I yes. retweeted it like, this man gets it. This is why Listen. he is the man. And then what did you see in the responses? I mean, uh, there's a lot of haters. I mean, pine I, I, I think if you were to poll it, the general populace, you're probably going to get close to 50%. Some people love it. Some people hate it. It's one of those things you either love it or you hate it. There's no middle ground. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of hate, a lot of support. Uh, what I'm proud of, though, is that I made a tweet, tagged him in it, and I got him to comment on my tweet. That was the highlight of my Twitter, mm -hmm. I think. That was pretty so, cool. 
Charles yeah. is a good guy. We actually have a we have an interview with him up on the channel, so make sure you go back and watch that. And by the way, special announcement for anybody who didn't already know this: I interviewed Michael Saylor a week ago tomorrow, and that will be going out this Saturday. Yeah, yes. the, that yep. Michael Saylor, worth you know billions of dollars, got to sit down and talk to him incredible interview it's it was be a such a good one. video it is such a good video. i've watched so many of his interviews in preparation for that and um i quoted a bunch of them i think to be honest with you of all the interviews i've seen i think the one he did with this channel might have been the best one i've seen out of him so far so make sure you tune in on saturday if that's not a reason to subscribe to the channel i don't know what is but we have another super chat here from uh, Lazaro Alberto donated, said, uh, Jerome, I think he meant Jerome, Jerome Powell speaks today more FUD. I actually didn't know he was coming out and speaking today, but to be honest with you, whenever Jerome Powell comes out, it seems like there's either fear, there's uncertainty, or there's doubt. I don't remember a time in recent memory that Jerome Powell has come out and said something that was comforting to the market. Now, I wouldn't want him to come out and lie because the market is not very comforting right now, but if he comes out and he starts talking about interest rates again, it could definitely have an impact on the price. We will definitely look into that and keep up to date on that. I, I, I hope he gives us a little more clarity on what's going to happen with yes. future interest rate because he came out a couple days ago and and almost as you said, what he comes out and does, he he kind of fuds markets, but he he said, hey, it's going to come. But again, it's not like he's saying it's going to happen today. It's not like, he didn't even say it's a month now. He kind of floated the concept of May. So is he going to come out and adjust that and say, actually, guys, we're potentially going to do this in April? Or potentially, has his... Uh, what do you call it? Has his favor gone down? What uh, influence? Inf well, no, no, but like prestige, likability. His likability gone down. He's gonna come out and say, "Actually, just kidding, guys. We're gonna go ahead and leave it at uh, twenty-five base points." Uh, and because it seems at times that's and this is it's politics, but he does what he thinks will make him most liked. In all reality, it's just leaving us baffled and saying. Dude, just give us just give us clarity. So yeah. uh, at this point, I'm like, it's not about liking or disliking Powell. It's Powell. You have a job. Do it. Be clear with us so we understand what's happening. Mm -hmm. Because this this constant month to month flip flop flip flop flip flop is not good for anyone or any market. Absolutely. And Jerome Powell may be the uh, one of the people in America that people don't like the most, but he also has one of the most important jobs, which is running the Federal Reserve. Not saying I like that the Federal Reserve has so much power over the world, but it most certainly does. Guys, we're going to go ahead and move into a segment where we talk about why Cardano is and why Cardano is special, and we're also going to bring up some of the drawbacks of Cardano. We need to talk a little bit, of, just you know, seriously and plainly as a crypto family. Why do we actually talk about Cardano so much? I want to address that. Before we do, I do want to mention a word from one of our sponsors, which is actually a good friend of ours. His name is Lorenzo, and he has a tax company called Lorenzo Tax. If you guys have not already gotten with a tax professional to work on your cryptocurrency taxes, you definitely should, because you can save a whole lot of money through some very simple strategies, strategies that I've been implementing working with Lorenzo as my personal cryptocurrency CPA. If, you, if that doesn't show you a mark of confidence, I don't know what does. I let him do my cryptocurrency taxes. So if if you want to go ahead and sign up uh, for a, I believe he has a 15-minute consultation, you can use the link in the description box down below and go and work with him. We've had reports from different subscribers that have saved thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars on their taxes because they understand that a tax professional can save you a lot of money. That is what Lorenzo talks about. He talks about the more you know, the less you owe. I believe that's his company mission statement. So guys, make sure you check him out. Link's in the description. He's a really good guy. We actually had dinner with him, spent a lot of time with him while we were down in Miami at the North American Bitcoin Conference. Definitely got to know him a little bit. I think he's a good guy and you are going to be able to save a lot of money by working with him. But I do want to go ahead and move here into a segment where we talk about why Cardano exists in the first place and whether or not it is something that we should give our attention to. Before we do that, make sure you hit that like 
like button. We got 600 likes despite the YouTube glitches. So thank you guys so very much for all of the support. Make sure to hit that like button. Let's see if we can get to 750 likes. Tim, I'm going to ask you a question that I'm going to answer it myself. Why Cardano? Why Cardano is a project? Why, why? Why, why Cardano is something? Why is Cardano a project that we should look into investing in? What? Why is it yeah. ranked number eight? Fill in the blank. Why Cardano? Why should we be looking at Cardano as you know the next big decentralized application platform? So I, I actually think the answer could be pretty simple, and it's one of the words that you said in the question. The answer is why, and what mm. I mean by that is, if you ever read the book by Simon Sinek, um, start with why. Start with why. That is what I have said for a while. Jeb has said for a while. I've listened to other uh, crypto enthusiasts say for a long time, uh, Cardano is different and it starts with its why. Charles Hoskinson has worked on Ethereum. He's even worked with, uh, I don't know to what degree exactly, but he even worked with Bitcoin at one point. He has experience. He understands the crypto game. And yet all of that, uh, he walked away to start a new cryptocurrency because he did not think the others answered the why that he wants to answer. And that I think is why the community is so rallied around him, ADA gang. That is why people are so in love with what's happening. It's because yes, every cryptocurrency has a function. They have a reason for doing things but the why i don't think you're gonna find another project maybe save bitcoin that has a stronger why than cardano and that is to bring a banking system to the unbanked and specifically going to what he's seeing in africa he saw a massive need in a, in a continent that is well overlooked and people just almost assume oh they're from africa they're impoverished they have lack of school systems they're corrupt he saw a brilliance and an ability to not just affect that continent, but the rest of the world by going to Africa, that he said, if I can solve that problem and bring a bank to the unbanked and then allow them to actually engage and uh, cooperate with the world, what that's going to do for not just Africa, but all continents, the entire world economically is going to be massive. And he's rallied a lot of people behind him. And what's even cooler is, un uh, accept, uh, you know, uh, other projects will hype things up and then delay. For example, Ethereum 2.0, I'm not saying it won't happen. I do believe it will happen. I still think Vitalik is a great guy, but how long have we been waiting for 2.0? And we actually hear promises that don't get delivered. Whereas Charles and his team of very experienced crypto experts have said, we are gonna do this right the first time. We're not gonna make these mistakes along the way and promise things that don't get delivered. We're going to take our time. We're gonna do it the right way because our why is more important than people's hype. I also love his, his thought of like, as much as we love the price and we're investing, so we wanna see that dollar to Cardano go up, he is adamant about, I do not care what the price of Cardano is because that has nothing to do with what we're trying to build. And our business and our product is bigger and better than the price of Cardano. It's those types of companies that end up skyrocketing. Same thing with Amazon. There was that, that time where Amazon stock crashed and, and uh, oh gosh, blanking on his name, uh, Ted Bezos was asked, what do you think about the crashing price? Is this brought wrong for your business? He said, my business is not the price. I don't know what really is happening with stock, but I know what's happening inside of my business and I know we're growing things. And guess what? The stock of uh, Amazon ended up skyrocketing. I think we're gonna see the same thing happen with Cardano. But again, it goes back to why is Cardano doing so well? The answer is it's why. <sighs> I think the way that you simplify this, because Cardano is obviously a very special project. And by the way, I want to clarify, because we've had this you know, allegation against us, and I need to make this very clear. We never, 
ever in the history of the five years of this channel have taken a dime from a coin. We have had plenty of opportunities to make hundreds of thousands of, if not millions of dollars, just full transparency from different coins coming to us and saying, hey, promote our coin. And then when you promote our coin, we'll give you $100,000. That's happened, just so you know. We never take that, ever, because we must maintain our core value of integrity. So just so you know, when we talk about Cardano, we're talking about Cardano not because there's any kind of deal going on. We're talking about Cardano because we genuinely believe in the project. And I think a lot of people genuinely believe in the project. And the simplest way I could explain why people believe in the project <coughs> is because of all cryptocurrencies, I think Cardano puts its why over its what. Now, what does that mean? Now, go back and read the book Start With Why by Simon Sinek, and that'll make a lot of sense to you. Why do we do what we do? Well, we do what we do because we want to help you achieve financial sovereignty, which is control over your own currency so that you're not beholden to different financial institutions and currencies that are deflating. We want you to be successful financially. We understand what success financially looks like. It's called FinSov, and we want that because we want you to have a better, more joyful, more fulfilled life. That's why we do what we do. We just so happened to do that by teaching you technical analysis and teaching you fundamental and on-chain analysis. NRY had nothing to do with technical analysis. What do we do? We do technical analysis. That's why this channel is special, is because we put our why first. We will never stop evangelizing to you why we do what we do. Cardano is successful because of all cryptocurrencies, there's probably only two of them that put their why before their what. That's Bitcoin because it was founded by a visionary, Satoshi Nakamoto, and Cardano because it was founded by a visionary, Charles Hoskinson. No offense to Vitalik. Vitalik is a tech guy. Vitalik is a programmer. Vitalik is a person that specializes in what, not why. That's why you hear more about Charles Hoskinson than Vitalik. I am not attacking Vitalik Buterin. He is one of the most important, influential people in this industry. But as far as what really makes a project succeed, it's when you have a vision about what something can do for people rather than what you can build. Charles Hoskinson started with how do we help the world? How do we make the world a better place? How do we utilize technology? Yes, but to revolutionize a system that would make people's lives better. He started with that why, that vision of a different world. That's what Steve Jobs did. He started with a vision of a different world, what Bill Gates did. Bill Gates had a vision early on to put a personal computer in the home of every American. That's what AOL was, America Online. It's in their name. Bring the entire United States of America online. It's in the vision, but then the problem is it happens and then you're done. The point is... Charles Hoskinson has a why that is contagious. You, people get into Cardano and then they turn into Cardano maximalists. I'm not a Cardano maximalist, but they turn into these hashtag Ada game maximalists because it's such a potent vision. Let's go help 2 billion people have the infrastructure that they need to live a modern life because they're not getting it from any other financial institution. You know how powerful that is? That's insane. That is huge. And they just so happen to be good at technology. That right there is why Cardano is amazing, is because every single person working on Cardano, investing in Cardano seriously, that understands it, gets that why. And they realize, yeah, the technology is phenomenal, but the technology being phenomenal is not why it's worth $40 billion. That's not why it's going to go to a trillion dollar market capitalization, because there's plenty of other cryptocurrencies with great tech. Cardano is going to go to a trillion dollar market cap because they have a visionary founder whose why is contagious that has been imbued and embedded in the community. That's why Cardano, in my humble opinion. Smay, I'd love to hear your thoughts as well, though. <sighs> Listen to me, guys. I had to put the glasses on so I could get your attention. Hmm. You want to let YouTube know how we feel about them not showing our stream to certain people? You know the best way to do that? Why don't you stop for a second? 
hit that like button. I want to see the likes go through the roof because that's going to let them know that you guys wanted to see this stream and you and YouTube let you guys down. So why don't you go hit that like button, let them know that you want to see the stream, and maybe tomorrow they'll do a better job. That's all Absolutely. I'm saying. Absolutely. So smash those likes. We're going to go ahead and move into Super Chats now. Thank you guys so very much for tuning in. Make sure to hit that like button. Someone just put it on a stream. It's true. On CoinMarketCap, uh, Cardano just flipped Luna, moving up to 7th. Let's go, so, Dono. It, it was up at 107. Did it get to 108? You know, it was, it was almost at 108. Back down now at 10606. But uh, Cardano was on the climb. We talked about this earlier. But I'm going to super chats. Just so you guys know, there are technicals that would say, "Hey, potentially uh, Cardano should go back down." I, you guys know my fascination with the reversal callings of bullish and bearish RSI divergence. There was bearish RSI divergence on the hourly chart, on the four hourly chart, and. It, this is a case which I'm so happy for, but this is what you'll grow in as you learn technical analysis, as you stay in the space, as you learn to read the news and pay attention to fundamentals. Sometimes you get this gut feeling that you're like, I know I'm seeing something happen here, but that's not what I think is going to happen. I didn't know we were going to explode this fast, this quickly, but Jeb, in the planning meeting, did we not discuss how even though the technical said bearish, that we were like, hey, the hype can take this, over. Yeah. There's this feeling that it, the hype on Cardano and the it's, it's almost like uh, for months now, the 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 people who understand the fundamentals, the people who are in love with what Cardano is doing, the people who understand that why that we just talked about, they've been suppressed, they've been belittled, they don't have ground to stay. They, they, they've been hard to argue because yeah, as the price goes down and as whales leave, it's really easy for the haters to get loud and to say Cardano's broken, it's dying, and and at a certain point you gotta stop. Even if you believe, you gotta stand by and say, you know what? If it's not my turn to speak, I'm not gonna speak. I'm just gonna sit and I'm gonna invest and I'm gonna do what I know is is right. The only way they knew that is because they did their own research. But now, as we're seeing like these gates like almost come open, the floodgates are opening. I think Cardano has the potential to scream today all the way up to that 120, that next level of resistance. And uh, it, it, by the way, guys, a, a rally, if we were to rally up to $2 today, the next like day or two, that wouldn't be healthy for Cardano. We do need to want to see it go slow but steady. But I do think this explosion that we've seen over the last week and a half, but specifically today, has a lot to do with this has been in the works and has been coming for a while now. And the longer and the longer you suppress something and a spring, for example, the longer you suppress it and the shorter you squeeze it, when it eventually gets to let go, it explodes. So uh, yeah, we'll see if we have super chats going. We have a couple actually. Uh, Lazaro Alberto said Jerome Powell. Oh no, we did that one already. Sorry, I just didn't get to read that one. Daniel gave a dollar. I don't see anything there. Um, did you read that one already from Daniel about the Bull Society? I did not. Okay, so he said, what are your thoughts on the Secret Bull Society? I don't know if I've ever even heard of secret that. Secret Bull Society. I have no idea what you're I, talking we'll about. We'll have to look into that. That sounds interesting. Um, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a part of a Secret Bull Society. It's called uh, Crypto Jeb. Oh, yeah, well, that's true. It is. Yeah, there you go. It's not so secret, though. Not so secret. It's a very poorly kept secret. Very poorly kept secret. Guys, millions of people. Surprisingly, you guys didn't know about it, but this was all supposed to be a secret. You weren't supposed to know about it. You you weren't supposed to know about any of the work we're doing. We we didn't even know that we were making a public YouTube channel. Yeah. It's crazy. It's been four and a half years. We had no idea it was public. That's crazy. Hmm. How about that? Last one I see here from Bob, which got to get here. Uh, This glitch malarkey is a sign that you guys should be (laughs) multicasting on Rumble. I like that word. Don't keep all your. I love malarkey. Don't keep all your eggs in one basket. Diversifying your stream, like your crypto portfolio, is just smart business. God bless you, gentlemen. So I I will say this. I will answer this. 
I am still wanting to know more about Rumble specifically, but I have now put it in my... Uh, we've been t discussing it for a while, but it's officially in my to-do list to get us on Twitch and Facebook first. And then I'm going to get us on Twitch and Facebook, and then we are going to... I'm going to look into Rumble, uh, but mm -hmm. I don't know enough about Rumble or how it works to like just be like, yep, let's go do it, but I'm going to look into it. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. Let's see here if we have any other Someone chat. said the Secret Bull Society is an NFT. It's a... Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, then I'm not a part of I that. I thought it was like I'm Freemasons or something. I'm not a part of that. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. Well, Smade, let me hear your thought. You've you've kind of changed your tune on Charles Hoskinson and Cardano before. Have you? Do you have any thoughts on the current state of Cardano and where it might um, be going? I, I, to be honest with you, I, I just think it's such a... It's a project that I, I'm pretty heavily invested in because of the fact that I, I like with, like you guys, I really love the idea of a leader who is... Um, so passionate about making a difference. I uh, I feel like I aligned with a lot of what Charles said personally when uh, in his interview that he did with us. I think that was my biggest eye opener of saying, actually, I really like this Charles guy. But um, the 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 other flip side of it, in my opinion, is that uh, you know I don't like how he feel how, what he says about Bitcoin. I, I still think Bitcoin ultimately is is more overall important in my opinion. But I, I still like, I think what Cardano is trying to do is extremely powerful and it can, it's something that is definitely worth investing in because I think it's the only crypto project in my opinion, because I've, and they've heard me complain about this all the time, that I am tired of cryptocurrency projects promising to change the world. Because most of them, if not, like 99% of crypto projects are not going to really do much at all, right? They're all just these science experiments that these people are putting together. But I can genuinely say, other than Bitcoin, Cardano's the only other one that I'm like, this is a actually like world-changing proposition. And not only is it a world-changing proposition, but it actually has somewhat of the team to trust that they can actually pull this off, right? It's not just a, a, a empty promise, or at least so far it hasn't been an empty promise. So that's why I, I'm, I really like Cardano. It's pretty much the only other coin other than Polkadot. And I don't even think Polkadot's world-changing. I just think it's a really good coin to be honest with you at this point other than you know bitcoin polka dot cardano is like really my only other coin that i really like at this point that i'm really thinking is gonna is gonna do some great things so mm. absolutely and one of the final things i'll say about cardano is that it seems like cardano has finally grown beyond its founder it's why it seems to be large enough now that it is not beholden to what charles hoskinson does or any uh you know bad news or allegations against charles hoskinson there have been some in the news i'm not going to address them because i haven't studied them enough and i wouldn't want to bring those up without actually being fully informed but the point i'm making here is that cardano is a project that has now grown beyond its founder. In fact, Charles Hoskinson said as much in the interview he did with me that the that the project is able to now, you know, survive and thrive without him. And that's a very important transition point for any movement or company is that the why has to be so ingrained and self-sufficient, self-sustaining and self-actualizing it has to have an uh, an ability to grow on its own without its founder, and I think Cardano has finally gotten there. I do think the next five to ten years are going to be absolutely incredible for Cardano because if its growth was only based off of technology, it may eventually lose the technology game from another competitor that has more funding. However, you can never 
beat a good idea with money. It will never happen. So that's why I do believe in the longevity of Cardano is because it is founded on an idea and it is not founded on technology. That's one of the reasons I think Cardano has Ethereum beat in this category. Ethereum's why, its vision is very unclear. Very, very, very unclear. Any organization, any movement that has a very clear mission and vision that is being executed on has a very high likelihood of succeeding, even if it doesn't succeed monetarily, succeeding in its impact potential. Ethereum has great technology, but if Ethereum's growth is predicated only on technology, it will fail period, to another company that has a stronger why, or another cryptocurrency that has a stronger why, that also finds the funding in some way, shape, or form. Kane Dynasty just donated and said, I have a lot of ADA, so this move is great for me, but let's not forget it's still down 60% from less than a year ago. Absolutely right, it is. And guess what? That doesn't really matter if you're on the long term. If you're trading it, great, you have an opportunity to short that movement. If you are moving into Cardano, holding it for the long term, then great, you get bigger discounts. So don't worry too much about what your balance on paper says. If you're very anxious and concerned about what your paper balance, what your uh, on paper value of Cardano is, then you may have invested too much. I hold a lot of Cardano. I'm not concerned at all that it's down you know, 20, 30% from where I bought it. I bought a lot of Cardano in the 110 to 120 region. I'm not worried about it because I'm not planning on selling it anytime soon. So just make sure that you're checking things out. Michael Key said, shout me out. I'll give you a shout out, Michael. Why not? Tim, do you have any final thoughts before we wrap out the stream or any super chats I missed? I have a question for you. I'm going to let you answer it because this is uh, the company you started, the channel you started. But in, in light of what we're saying, We've talked about this before, but in case there's anyone new here, has never been around the CryptoJeb team and anything that we do, why are we here, Jeb? It's a great question. Here's why we're here. When I was a kid, when I was growing up, I didn't have a lot. Not going to go into too much of it, but the point is I didn't really have a lot relationally or financially or anything like that. It was hard. And again, I'm being brief and I'll go into more of this in the future more than likely, but the point is I needed a lot of help. I needed a whole lot of help and for a long time I didn't get it. And then I found Bitcoin on July 31st, 2017, and I realized, wait a second, maybe instead of having to rely on outside help, maybe I can grow in myself and pull myself up by my bootstraps. And one of the most offensive things that has ever been said to me in my entire life was said to me by one of my favorite teachers in 11th grade. I'm not going to name the name. Uh, let's just say Mary. It's not her name. Mary, Miss Mary said to me, the concept of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps is absolutely ridiculous, and it doesn't happen, and it's a false dream. I was in, a, I was in 10th grade, actually, when that was said to me. And I, I argue with her right there in the middle of class, and I said, that is ridiculous. I will never believe that. And then... What happened? I found Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies, and I thought I pulled myself up by my bootstraps. I was actually very blessed. I came to find Jesus later. And I realized that when you invest in yourself, and when you grow in your education, and your mindset, and your disciplines, and your skill sets, and when you, and when you accept a spirit of humility, a teachable spirit, and you understand this concept that the Japanese called Kaizen, it's actually a core value of our company, which is the mandate for continual improvement. When you internalize that, and when you continue to grow and get better, you can have a better life. You can have a more fulfilled life. You can have a more joyful life. You can have a more disciplined life. You can have a life that is just better in every way. And I found out that I could do that through Bitcoin and cryptocurrencies. And I realized that while finances are not the end of the road, they're not the most important thing in the world, they are actually a very important part of maintaining a life. You can live on very little, but it's important that you have control over your own finances. And I realized that the intersection between this idea of self-improvement and cryptocurrency came together and it changed my life. In a huge way. 
I have a completely different life now than I did five years ago. I'm not just talking financially. I'm not just talking dollar values. I'm not just talking about, I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about joy. I'm talking about happiness. I'm talking about fulfillment. I'm talking about purpose. I'm talking about passion. I'm talking about destiny. I'm talking about all of that impact. All of those things that we're looking for and craving. If you look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the top of that pyramid is self-actualization. If you want to get there, you've got to have a teachable, humble spirit, and you have to embrace self-improvement, and you also need finances to fund the things that you're going to do. We run this company because we want to teach you how to have a humble, teachable spirit that embraces self-improvement, and we want to help you use cryptocurrency and use the financial, free, uh, the financial sovereignty that you can achieve in it to build the similar life and build the similar fulfillment and joy and impact and purpose and potential and all of these things I've talked about that I have been so blessed to receive, and we want to help you receive that. You know why? Because along that journey, I had so many people that poured into me. I had so many people that helped me, and I owe them a debt of gratitude because I would not be here without the kind of people in my life that have helped me. Two of them are in this room named Smay and Tim. There are 1,855 of them in this chat right now named whatever your name is that helped me to get here. This is not about me. That's why we just changed the Crypto Jeb icon on the YouTube channel from my face to the Crypto Jeb logo because this thing has grown beyond me now. And that's the point of what I was talking about with Charles Hoskinson and Cardano. It is a project that has grown beyond its founder, and I believe that this movement called the Crypto Jeb channel is growing beyond me, and that's a beautiful thing. Because that means that it's self-sustaining and it's growing on its own, and it means that its impact is being realized. And we've just gotten started, guys. There are huge announcements that are coming out in the next month. There are massive updates that are coming out, some of them this Friday, so watch out for that. There are so many things happening in this movement that has been going for nearly five years now that is going to impact the next 50 years, and I really do think we're going to make a world-changing difference. I have had the same vision for over four years of building a billion-dollar company and using it to help millions, if not billions, of people. And since I became a Christian, I want to preach the gospel to over a billion people. Those are the two numbers that ring in my head every single day that I cannot get out. I cannot get them out of my head no matter how hard I try. This is a giant movement we're building. And it's going to come to fruition. I'm fully confident in that. If you want to be a part of it, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, because I guarantee you this is not something you're going to be able to ignore. This is going to change the world. And I'm not just talking about because we have this new blockchain. I'm talking about because we want to help people. That's why. Was that a good enough? Was that the answer you were looking for? <laughs> a little longer, but I loved it. Yeah. Well, guys, we're three minutes over time, but I figured it was worth it. By the way, guys, we are also going to be at Bitcoin 2022 here in a couple of weeks, April 6th to the 9th. So make sure you check out. You can get your tickets down below in the link. Make sure to sign up for that. Make sure to sign up for Lux Algo. That affiliate link helps to support this channel. We love Lux Algo. And check out Lorenzo. If you enjoyed today's show, smash that like button. We're about to hit 1,000 likes. Make sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. Follow us on our social media, at CryptoJeb, over on Instagram and Twitter, and at CryptoJebOfficial on TikTok. Before I go, though, guys, I do just first want to thank each and every single last one of you for watching, as always. And I will see you guys in the next video. Peace. Enjoyed listening to the Coffee and Crypto Podcast. Tune in every day at 9.30 a.m. Eastern to watch live on YouTube. Follow us on our social media accounts at CryptoJeb. And lastly, we want to thank you for supporting us here at McAfee Media.